Welcome to series finale. Don't let's get frisky. You're already frisky because you're listening. This is the only podcast with three Boston comedians watch an episode of a show that they never saw, and it was the last episode, and then they talk about it. That's right. Why did you do it different than what we've been doing? <laughs> no, let's go with it. It was a mental it. lapse. <laughs> and if you want to hear it. something different, we have a Patreon where every Thursday we put out a new episode where we watch a premiere. To, on Sundays, you get something free. Jesus gave it to you. Through Christ, all things are possible. On mm, Thursday, wrong. through $5, <laughs> listening to us is Mohammed possible. Mohammed is the light <laughs> and the way. Uh, Mohammed. <laughs> yeah, dude. Mohammed. Well, we watched this, ep- this, this week we watched the Americans. But before we start things off, I want to mention that uh, this episode, if it comes out when I think it will, mm. will be coming out right after UFC 206. Do we have predictions? 206? 20, no, 216. This, this segment is brought to you by BetDSI.com. <laughs> <laughs> but that is Russia versus the USA. Right. Just like this show. And I want to put out my predictions now. So by now, we already know this has already come true, but I'll say it now. And this is, you guys confirm, this is before this. Right. We we put it with the, the stamp of Google. In the yep. Conor McGregor, Khabib Nurmagomedov battle, the battle of Christianity versus Islam. Islam will once again steamroll right over Christianity, and Khabib <laughs> Nurmagomedov is going to drag Conor down to the mat and pound him out in round three. No, two, three, is, three. Is that the third Medoff brother? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm making my prediction now. Khabib Nurmagomedov, Muslim superhero, will defeat <laughs> trash-talking, little-dicked Conor McGregor, and he will send all of these Irish pieces of shit <laughs> back to hell from whence they came. But right. what about the song, though? <laughs> There's nobody better. Yeah. And he's going to knock out, out Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather. <laughs> yes. That song will once again prove to be untrue. <laughs> so we watched The Americans. Right. The it Americans. was a program on FX. FX. We're stepping away from stars for a little bit. It hurts, but we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it does hurt. It does hurt. Because this show would have been better on stars. Uh, I think that's probably true. There probably would have been a little more fucking in it. Yes. What, what network is the slogan, Where the Stars Live? Uh, I believe that's um, is that that's VH1? Galaxy Network. I don't know. I think where the stars live. I don't know, buddy. I is think it's HBO? I think it's stars. Very funny. I think that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, we uh, we have no idea. So yeah, we watched the Americans. It was FX. It's uh, got this. It's got actors in it and that's actresses. True. This is all. This is a show about espionage. Yeah, spies. cool. Really cool. Do you guys think you make uh, good spies? I think I'd be a are great spy. Are you spies right now? Yes. Oh, you're going to come out. What country are you spying for? Uh, Estonia. Uh, I was <laughs> guess that. Estonia. Guess Not that. enough people know about Estonia, but we're the tech capital of Europe. Wow. We also have the highest AIDS rates in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if that's a coincidence. Do all your spies come pre-infected with AIDS? <laughs> no, that's part of the convincing people you're in the community <laughs> practice. You got to um, get paused up. <laughs> and we have a lot of steam baths. We're very influenced kind of by the Scandinavians. Aren't you worried that you're blowing your cover right now? 
well, I'm kind of being like an American, very honest. And we don't have the largest listener base. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but I think we have a few listeners, namely George Lopez. I think George <laughs> Lopez is listening. <laughs> and uh, maybe he we just, I just want to say that I think he's a great comedian and a great person. <laughs> we all agree with that. Uh, I am a spy. I will reveal my that I am a, a double agent. I'm a spy for uh, Mexico. And oh. uh, I'm one of those Mexican spies that does not know Spanish. <laughs> That's just part of the immersion program right right, right. um 007 007 right. yeah he wears a, he wears a, a, a tuxedo i wear a, a cowboy hat and a big belt buckle <laughs> uh, i'm a i'm a spy in the town of clitchewit massachusetts <laughs> i walk around with actually you know how we talk about those extenders a lot yeah. i have a d extender oh that, you have a you have something that makes your penis look small yes it makes it sort of like look like a cultural hood and <laughs> um, so you walk around clutch it and then everyone's like hey are you really from here i'm like yeah can't you see and i have to drop my panties and show them yeah. and they also so you wear wow. panties is that part of the wardrobe <laughs> well, or is that just you that's the that's the the town garb is, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> is men in panties what kind of information are you trying to bring back from uh from situate clutch <laughs> Well, I'm just trying to see how we can. Um, I'm trying to get get research the low T and like <laughs> the effects it has on marriage and um, yeah. and and, uh, and AIDS. The the <laughs> if it's a factor. Oh, okay. Kind of a two double-headed <laughs> question. Yeah, yeah, you're also you seem like kind of like a research spy. <laughs> right, it's a like, research spy. You're like doing like like scientific experiments uh in your apartment late at night. Yeah, I will be. I'll, I'll be I'll be show I'll be seeing if Zach is um a pure blood in. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did uh, we decided to do the writing exercise this week was going to be uh we would write um, what are we saying, Zach? Well, one sentence summary of this show. Uh, the, <laughs> the cards fall under two Russian spies who have been living in America for like 16 years. I think their whole eyes. And much. they have to flee. Or but, not their whole so eyes. what we did is we wrote some missions for some spies. Right. So, John Paul, pretend like you got this. You got this in. You just were handed this underneath a bench. Oh, and okay. you are That's now reading this, your, right. your 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 mission. Okay. I didn't. All right. <sighs> Classified. You've served the great nation of North Korea well. We are very proud of you and are excited to announce that you are almost ready to come home. The last thing we need you to do is kiss Zach Brazow on the lips. <laughs> if you slide some tongue in, Kim Jong-un will give you extra spankings that he knows <laughs> that you love. We need you to kiss Zach Brazow to embarrass Portugal, that disgusting country where sheep fucking is as normal as love between a priest and an altar boy. Oh, my God. If you fail to complete your mission at the next rally, we will put uh, a parade around your float. We will put parade your... F we will parade you around on a float with your micro penis. <laughs> on display while the six million North Koreans laugh at your little clitty. <laughs> this message will self-destruct in 10 seconds. <laughs> Wow, good stuff. Very highbrow, mature humor. So I want to say, I'll point it out, I did not understand the writing assignment from the from the text you sent. But Th that's, that's all right. Okay. We'll that's okay, that's okay. I'll read mine, I'll read mine. So yeah. my secret mission was kind of to both of you. Um, it's just like with spies, it's not the spy that's important, it's the country. You know, you do it for the country. Right. So my secret mission is from the United States. A very famous founder of these United States once said, America doesn't win anymore. <laughs> 
and he's right. Two years ago, America, the greatest show in girth, lost <laughs> its title as the fattest country in the world to Mexico. Woo, woo, woo! Aye, 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 aye. <laughs> Today, we will send two secret agents, one skinny and one very fat, to Mexico <laughs> to make them flaco again so America can reclaim her title and become FUPA, <laughs> which, of course, stands for free... Ugly, fat with a PH again. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> to make Mexico lose weight, you will go become a popular member of La Comunidad and get them to exercise and stop eating hot dogs and tacos. <laughs> Some suggestions are nude mud wrestling, nude tax filing, vigorous tonsil hockey, Ooh. and hot dog eating followed by hot dog vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> Vamanos, mis compadres. Wow. wow. That's, That's great. Good. That was my secret mission. Uh, I've got a secret mission for you two, all right? So mm. let's all picture right. yourselves. You're at a, you're an underground bunker, okay. maybe in the Midwest, and I, I come to you, my two best secret spy agents. Okay. And I go, Jack, Zach, I've got a mission for you. I need you to infiltrate Hollywood and lure out all the most prominent secret racists. Oh. And as such... I'll be assigning you two as deep cover on a film. You will be each be playing deep cover Lexington Steel. <laughs> the porno actor who's getting his first big break in mainstream movies. Wow. You'll each play Lexington Steel. Well, we and you will infiltrate Hollywood parties trying to lure out racists who want to uh, <laughs> use Lexington Steel's body in a way that is not becoming of a good person. Wow. Uh, and as such, you will need to dress as Lexington Steel, <laughs> live as Lexington Steel, and alter your skin color <laughs> so that you look like Lexington Steel. So to get these racists out, we will have to dress in blackface. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes the way we um, organize our missions might seem antithetical, <laughs> but I can trust that you two are the only ages I can trust with Operation Real Undercover Brother. <laughs> wow. We accept. <laughs> we accept the mission. Real. Uh, one of you will, by the way, have to wear a huge penis extender. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can just... Yes. Yeah, uh, we will just chop off Zach's and put it on top of mine. <laughs> oh, nice. And then we'll need another 14 inches. You know what we call that? Teamwork. <laughs> Makes the dream work. Yes, mm. absolutely. This show is all about teamwork, the Americans. Absolutely. And it, it sort of makes you empathize with these Russian spies. Yeah, I actually think that they shouldn't have been prosecuted. I actually think they don't. Let's um, let's let's let these Rosenbergs dance all over our graves. You ask me. What is that a saying? Sounds anti-Semitic. Uh, the the Rosenbergs <laughs> yeah. were the Rosenbergs were spies executed uh, for selling nuclear secrets to the Russians. What year? Like the forties. Good yeah. riddance. Um, but are people mad that they were killed? I mean, th I don't know. I mean, some people say. I mean, uh, Monday, Monday morning quarterbacking. Some people these days say they might not have been uh, Russian spies. Who knows? Monday morning murdering. Yes, <laughs> uh, it's not murder when it's done by the state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's interesting. I knew about the Rosenbergs. I, w I wonder. I don't think we should have killed them. The Rosenbergs. Yeah, we should have given them more fake nuclear. Things. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. A little misinformation. We should have just given them a few DVDs of uh, the nightly news coverage from CNN. Totally mm. fake 
news. <laughs> What's like an organization that you would like to spy on? Like another country or like maybe a corporation? Oh. You want to find out like, you know, the, the secret inner workings of it. And I'll tell you mine uh, right now. I want to get a spy inside the shadow president cabinet of Hillary Clinton. What's going on in there exactly as they run the country from their secret bunker? I want to know what her and Obama are cooking up to destroy police officers. I'll tell you what, they're not cooking up pork. <laughs> as devout I hear you. Muslims. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Khabib Magomedov, who will yes. destroy Conor McGregor and has already done so by the time you're listening to this. This would be actually really interesting to sort of be a fly on the wall or a spy in... Um, spy on the wall, maybe. Yes, yeah, spy on the wall down in Guantanamo and see uh, oh, okay. what's going on down there. So you infiltrate Guantanamo. Yes. I get down there and I'm sort of just like buddying up to old... Siddiqui or whatever his Khalid name is. Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. I think I got a new one. I think once this episode comes out, I'll have a new text alert tone. <laughs> All three of us saying that in unison. Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. I buddy up to Khalid say, how's the treatment down here? I'm doing a 60-minute piece on the mistreatment in Guantanamo. So you're kind of like good copying him. Yeah, so I'm good copying him. I'm good sucking him. <laughs> <laughs> you're really helping him out. I think actually he probably would be pretty conflicted about it as a devout Muslim, <laughs> as, if, as if you were sucking his cock. No, no, but I would I would have a headdress thing on. Oh. No, I would have I would have a Native American headdress on. <laughs> <laughs> he would think I was share. <laughs> <laughs> Half breed. That's what I am. <laughs> so you blow off. You blow. I'm Khalid. blowing Khalid. <laughs> You'll just do anything for as an agent, huh? Well, anything for the story, you know. <laughs> All right. Do you think newscasters are sort of agents? No, no. I think no. newscasters. I, I think a, that's the kind of rhetoric that needs to go away. <laughs> I have a very low opinion of newscasters, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I once saw. I think they're very vain people who want to be entertainers and want to be on television, all made up, but they don't know anything about the news, so they just read the teleprompter. They're not informed. Right. They're more worried about doing makeup than getting the story. And I found this out a few years ago when I was watching New Year's Eve on CNN with Anderson Cooper and Kathy Griffin. Oh yeah. And Kathy Griffin would just like at one point ask him basic facts. It was about a news hilarious stories. gag when she pulled out Obama's head, right? <laughs> <laughs> You really ruined my train there. You know, no, no, keep choo choo, keep rolling, buddy. <laughs> and she would just ask basic news questions, and he got stumped by all of them. He really? had no idea what was so going on. So he just on. reads it. Yeah, he just reads. He it. He doesn't retain the knowledge, and he just wants to be a sexy man. Do you he think want to that be it's possible though that maybe the knowledge is just getting fucked out of him every night because he's <laughs> getting pounded <laughs> so nice and hard? Is yeah, I think that is wicked possible. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> maybe it just shoots right up and falls out of his white hair. <laughs> Maybe it comes out of his nuts. Maybe all the information just comes when he, it's, it's his jizz. That's just little news articles. <laughs> no, no, newscasters obviously aren't agents, but like, a, you know, like, um, reporters. Like agents from the Matrix? Yeah, reporters are sort of like agents. They're getting the real information out there. They're going down a, you know, they're, they're, they're agents of the people. They're secret agents of the people in a lot of ways. I hear what you're saying. You know? That they they broadcast the truth. Yes. Yes. So I think that's a good thing. Donald J. Trump doesn't think so. Well, oh, then I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then they're jerks, and we should put them to death like the Rosenbergs. <laughs> <laughs> the... Um, this show focused on t uh, really focused on two Russian spies, right. Elizabeth and Philip, and they 
Everything is coming crashing down around. They have to flee they the flee. United States. The life that they've led for a long time, and they've made connections right. here and friends here. Good and they friends. have to drop it all at the at a moment's notice, and they gotta go. Go it's, back to Mother Russia. Yeah. It's great. I thought it was so intense for like a last hour, and it was just kind. Of, and, and you think like this has probably happened, and it's not like all. There's no like car chases. There's no like. The glamorization that you would think in a show like this there might be of like a, a run on the run. It's way less intense. There's you know? two Russian spies being tried in London right now by right. the U- English government. Who told you that? I mean, the new, it's international <laughs> news. Well, then. So Anderson <laughs> Cooper wouldn't know, but most, <laughs> most people do. He would know until he got back home to his lover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and do, you think that, um, do you think they were living normal lives? I in mean, London? normal lives in the sense they were going to McDonald's and then chemically poisoning diplomats. Yes. Oh, yeah. They wow. use nerve agents, right? They'll do, like, the stuff I've been reading about, they'll do, like, wild stuff. Like, they'll put a nerve agent on your the door handle of your door, and that will, you'll open the door, and you'll that will kill you. How crazy <sighs> is that? That's you cannot, so cool. this is, like, what I think is scary about this is that, you could ne- most people when they think of like defending themselves from kind of attack, they picture putting on a bulletproof vest. They picture coming around with armed guards. That would not help you in any yeah, of these situations. Yeah. Yeah. They would how know long how to- does it take to kill you if they put it on your door? I mean, thirty-eight years. <laughs> there was a there was an attack in England. This might right. be the, what you're talking about, and um, it actually, I think it didn't. It did it kill? It killed one person maybe, and didn't kill another one. But it was. It's like within like minutes. Oh wow! I think yeah. it's so pathetic to like still be doing that. It's like the Cold War's over. You know, everything's peace and harmony. People now. say that they want to do it because that these that it's likely the agents did it because under the behest of Vladimir Putin because he wants to make sure that uh, spies that turned on Russia, like that had fl- that had already fl- gotten asylum in England, he wanted to make mm. sure that they. Want to send a message to people that like they would get you eventually. You're still in trouble. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That's sketchy as fuck. This is why you should not be a traitor and you shouldn't be a spy. Yeah, you probably don't have a choice. That's you, a good question. I mean, I didn't watch the show, but I mean, from what they talked about, it didn't sound like they had a lot of options before becoming spies. Right. I guess they they were young. They were like in their teens when they were made to become spies. Do you spies. think that they were married before, or they were put into an arranged marriage? I think as it part was an arranged assignment. thing. Ooh. That would be tough. What if you uh, what if you got in with like a you know a, a chick with like small titties? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, listen, uh, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> Right, but you could probably talk to the Kremlin, see if you could get those yes. those EAs. Hey, put Mother into Russia, <laughs> Mother Russia, uh, do me a favor, turn this broad into a, a big mother honking titties chick. <laughs> these this beam pole, it's not doing anything for me. <laughs> she was a pretty spy. Yeah, she's, Elizabeth. Yeah, she's a beautiful woman. She was beautiful. She's also intense. I think she's more intense than Philip. I think mm. Philip, the what I got from the series finale is Philip sort of lost faith in the mission. Maybe. He's sort of over it, but she is still, still dedicated. She's just she says that she's just shot a woman in the streets, and she's on the run. She right. shot another spy in the street. She said she shot and killed a KGB officer on the street, which right. is pretty wild. I mean, I assume that stuff like that just it's got to go down when you're a spy. I don't know. Do you think? Well, I mean, you just said that there are two spies that this happened to, but like, how prevalent do you think it is in America? How prevalent are spies? You think? I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever really know the answer to that, you know? It doesn't sound like a very fun life. I mean, I think the like movies make it sound so cool because, you know, you like 
do spy style martial arts where you like use your your forearms a lot and you hit people with a magazine or whatever like Jason Bourne. <laughs> that yeah, seems cool. That is true. But I think a lot of spying is probably down just straight like computers. I think it's scientific too. Like the Shape of Water has some Russian spies too who work at like a research facility. The fish yeah. fucking movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so <laughs> hot. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, are you talking about the same thing? Yeah, it was horrible. Oh. <laughs> but do you... So... If America called on you to be a spy right now, would mm. you be a spy? If America called, if Donald J. Trump well. uh, brought me up to the office and he's like, listen, I can't do it. But he's, let's say, <laughs> what would he have sent me to spy? He'd send me to, to spy on fucking Puerto Rico. And I'd be like, no. uh, Puerto Rico is part of the U.S., Mr. Trump. You know what we should be spying is we need to get out into Africa where China is really exerting their influence. In China, just built a subway system in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. Whoa. China is the new superpower of the world. So we shouldn't go to China, but we should go to those countries in which China has a major influence. We start fighting a proxy. Do we have to do blackface, you think? Yes. We have to start (laughs) fighting a proxy war in China in blackface. (laughs) I don't know if the Chinese know that blackface is offensive. So maybe that's a way we can sort of get one over on them. (laughs) We go over to China and we culturally... uh, we make blackface a big thing in Chinese culture, and then that way right. they lose their headway in Africa. Right. right, Africa gets pissed off at this. Yes. What do you got? They say, what are you doing? And they're like, oh. oh I no. think uh, this was made maybe a huge mistake <laughs> <laughs> for me to bring up this course of action. <laughs> uh, Philip and Elizabeth, uh, they're the two spies. Uh, they're mm. being not. Pers- Great American names. Would you? I, I don't love a Philip. I thought they do you were think good. They, do you think they should have been? He should have been like, uh, like, like, uh, like. F- he should have been like a Lyndon B. Kennedy or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I yeah. think he should have been John Wayne. <laughs> I think he should have had a little hat tip to the changing demographics of the nation. You know, the fastest growing groups, Asian and Hispanic. <laughs> yeah, one of them should have been named like Ching Chong. Sh- oh, Shinor- Shinori Sanchez. <laughs> yes, exactly. Shinori Sanchez and my wife Yuki. Yukio Melendez. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been much more that would have, realistic. That would have skated right under the radar. <laughs> but they're being pursued by th- some FBI agents, I think. Yes. And one of the FBI agents is this guy named... Um, Stan. Uh, Stan. And Stan is apparently their next-door neighbor. Stan is their next-door neighbor. Been living next to Russian spies uh-huh. for he, years. And Stan and Philip are good friends. Yeah. And, and there's a scene... So... So uh, Philip and El- Elizabeth, they decide that they're going to take one of the, they're going to take their daughter because she knows they that they're kids they at got this two point. Kids. They have kids that have been born in the U.S. They have a daughter. I think the a son t- was. OK, yeah. They have yeah. a daughter that knows their spies, but they also have a son, Henry, who has no idea. So if I had to guess the daughter can speak Russian, was born in Russia, knows what's going on. I don't think Henry can even speak Russian. I don't even think he knows his parents Pathetic. are Russian. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, so so they decide to leave Henry by uh, in the country because they're like, and it's a very f- emotional scene. They're gonna flee the they're gonna flee the U.S. and they're bringing their daughter, but they they decide not to bring their son because they think it'll. They it, he has no home in Russia, but he has a home here. Right, and they're which like is pretty crazy. I know it, it was a sad scene. Because would you leave your kids? I definitely would. I would be like, sweet, let's go. <laughs> I know I get to restart. Great, <laughs> uh, thank you very much. I got some, and I would be like, I would go to my wife and be like, don't worry about. It. I got plenty more kids in these nuts. <laughs> They're full of Henrys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll put one in you. 
But we'll splash a couple on those lips. <laughs> <laughs> she did have like a weird herpy at one point on her lip. Did you yeah, notice she that? She did. You were very yeah. focused on that. That was um that was part of her undercover operation. I think it we think it might have been. <laughs> that it one, in, one in four adult Americans. Well, what about one in four Russians? I don't know. I think that's um zero. I think it's four and four. <laughs> <laughs> All Russians probably do have herpes. And uh, <laughs> So, yeah, it's this emotional scene, and Philip's like, Elizabeth, we need to leave Henry. Henry needs to stay. It's his world. And Elizabeth cries, and she's all sad. But uh, so is Philip. They're very distraught. Do you guys feel sympathy for the Russian spies? Definitely. It was emotional. For Philip and Elizabeth? Yeah. Yeah, Do you feel them as just cogs in a wheel that had no choice? Exactly. Yes, yes. Mm. They, like... They, this was the only option. Is this or the gulags, you know? Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? A gulag? Not in the 80s. Well, no, they started in like probably the 70s. Or I think early, public like gulags, maybe. But there could be uh, there could be black site gulags that we just don't know anything about, you know? There could be. That's true. Blackface, black site gulags. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they train their their agents and how to uh, and how to influence world culture. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've definitely felt sympathy. And then um, they go to pick up the college student. What's her name? <sighs> Who cares? The daughter. Yeah. Um. They go to pick up the daughter. They're Daughter's freaking out. She's like, "We got to get Henry." And they're like, "We're not bringing Henry." Yeah. They're, they're like, "We're not bringing Henry." And she's like, "She's like, this is bullshit. We got to bring Henry." And then Elizabeth is like, "He knows we love the, him." And then the daughter sort of is like, "I think Elizabeth has been a harsh mother, a Russian harsh mother." <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think that's true because like th- she has kind of a weird relationship with the daughter. Well, she can't kiss I her kids. She can't kiss that. her kids when she's got herpes. So yeah, uh, you know that's tough. That's true. That's so true. she can't do Tom Brady style parenting <laughs> <laughs> with uh, those nightly smooches. Okay. <laughs> but she can do Tom Brady style sex with a man <laughs> <laughs> in exchange for steroids and deflated balls. Wow. Okay, I'm walking off the pod. And she does do a lot of Tom Brady style cheating and not really <laughs> obeying <laughs> the rules. <laughs> You guys Tom are. Brady style support for puppet presidents from <laughs> Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Over it. Over it big time. Nice. I'm I'm we're right, to stand with Tom, I'm gonna be silent for three minutes. Whoa, okay, fair okay. enough. Um so Stan is like their next door neighbor. And, uh, the pod is going to be so good for the next three minutes. <laughs> there it's ne- going to be like the Patriots when Tom Brady had to sit for his four-game <laughs> suspension. Well, yeah, they won like every, won three out of four games. Um, and you know how many of the four games they won this year? Only two. Yeah. Much worse. That's because they don't have Jimmy Garoppolo, right, which is right. the real problem. Or Jimmy Garoppolo J- is the real future of the Shut team. Shut up, <laughs> both of you. Okay, that's enough. I'm really enough of that. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> okay. So the Americans, let's talk about it. Who knows a great American? Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> a handsome all-American quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. So young. So many years left in him. Yeah. Huh? Such good shape. He's really revolutionized he what a quarterback <laughs> is. He's out for the rest of the season with the tour ACL. Yeah, football's not watchable for the rest. <laughs> not without him. So the Americans is like going on and um so yeah, the, I I get I pick up a harshness from the mother. I okay. do. I know that you don't, but I do. And I uh, just feel like you really read a lot into these lines that I didn't notice. It, well, I don't know. I get. I'm, I could be wrong. You know, this is a podcast where we watch the series finale of a show we've never seen, right. and we guess. So I'm guessing. You have been wrong about your opinions on other things. So. <laughs> 
Very rarely, but yes, it has happened. So there's like a man. What you think about Tom Brady? <laughs> <laughs> there's a man named Stan who sort of he's part of the FBI. He he figures out where they're gonna be before the FBI does because he's got the inside spook. Spook. Snoo- uh, <laughs> I meant in terms of CIA agents or whatever, but he's got the inside scoop. <laughs> because there is next. <laughs> He's got the inside what? <laughs> a spook is a CIA agent. <laughs> <laughs> they would be spooky. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so Stan goes to spook on these folks. <laughs> well, what happens is there's a plan to try and sting these guys, and they know they're good. They're so good that they're not precisely sure where they're going to be. Mm. They have 18 possible locations right. that they're sending the crew to. So Stan goes to check out one because he sort of feels like he knows best. But he's keeping he it hidden from the FBI. He doesn't expose them. He doesn't expose this to his partner or any other FBI agents. Right. And so he goes and he confronts them in the parking garage in a great scene. They're about they're all, they're about to get in the car and take off, and he he comes to them and he and he uh, he starts talking to them. And I gotta say at this point, uh, you know, Philip and Elizabeth they try to act like they're not spies, like everything's fine, and they're so convincing. They're right? wicked good. They're so good. Like I know it's like you know it's acting and stuff, but I was like, man, if this was like them, I would be like totally believe it. Yeah. It's yeah. like this is the real meat of the episode too. This scene is like ten minutes long. Yes, and it's literally just Stan being like, "I know you're lying," and Philip being like, "I was, I am your friend. I couldn't do anything, Stan. I had to do this for my country, like what you think you have to do for your country." And right. Stan's very feels very betrayed because he was lied to, but that's not really fair because Stan, the actor who plays him played Truman Burbank's best friend who was lying to him in the Truman Show. So who is the real oh. villain? <laughs> he betrayed Jim Carrey. Wow. Can you believe that he's trying to come back now and say that he gets hurt by being lied to? He was an actor the whole time. That is a good connection. <laughs> hey, if I don't see you, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Philip says, and then he walks off yep. the set. <laughs> He pulls a gun on him. <laughs> yes. Yes. Stan pulls a gun on him. And it's very nerve-wracking. Did you think at any point that Stan was going to shoot them? I, I thought, thought he could be shot. Yeah, I thought if he was going to shoot them, he was going to shoot that daughter. Yes, I thought he might shoot the daughter. And, the you know, it's just like... If he shot them, I don't know what would happen. If you shoot Russian spies, like, what happens? Your life is on the line. It could be bad. Yeah. But it could be good. What if, like, they just clean up the site and, like, no one ever finds out about it? They sweep it under the rug? They don't tell any news stories? I think they have, they really know where their people are. Yeah, the KGB has everything under, they have it all. Yeah, but if the KGB comes after him, he could just go to that fake town in the Truman Show and live there. Oh, that's a good point. (laughs) Witness protection. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Fucking. Maybe that's what (laughs) (laughs) happened. So they have this scene, and finally Stan gets convinced. Elizabeth says, Stan, we're getting in this car. We're getting in this car, Stan. We are leaving. (laughs) Is this why you think she's so bitchy? (laughs) (laughs) She's assertive. (laughs) (laughs) She wouldn't have been a good secretary in Mad Mad. She drives. 
She drives, too. She drives the car. Yeah, they start moving to the car, and they're like, if you're going to shoot us, you're going to shoot us. And it's this unbelievable scene. They have they have the U2 song playing. With or without you. Well, that's not. it doesn't start playing then. It starts playing oh, it like a half hour later. Oh, okay. Do you know what With or Without You is about? No. Uh, it's yeah, kind it's, of... It's about... Uh, I can't live... With or without you. So with, I believe it is about a vibrator, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kind of has the opposite meaning from what people say. It's like more like we're going to win with or without you, with or without you. We don't need you. You're just the system quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was written by the New England Patriots <laughs> kind of about Tom Brady. Nice. <laughs> I knew that was coming. It did not surprise me. Hey, you know, sometimes the best things in life aren't a surprise. This is true. This so you there's a montage with you two playing, and I I was like touched. I kept saying to Zach, I'm feeling touched right now. Right, uh, and then I yeah. moved my hand. <laughs> well, the montage starts basically at a particular moment. So what they do is they decide they're gonna they ja- Stan Stan you. lets him leave. We got to pay for that now. <laughs> Stan lets him leave, and they uh they go uh what they do is they. They shed their old identities. They get rid of their wedding rings, their passports, and they disguise themselves. And then... Amazing disguises. Yeah, they're pretty good disguises. Uh, They look pretty different, and they go to McDonald's. I know. The Golden Arches. I really thought that was really prescient. You know, it's like the Americans. Of course, you know, you're going to McDonald's. They're Americans. I think it was. I think they did that probably on purpose. I would have preferred if they went to Chick fil A. uh, (laughs) (laughs) It was probably a Sunday. Now, while Philip uh, is walking out, he kind of takes a pause because he sees just a nice, normal American family sitting there eating food. And he's probably thinking, like, man, I wish. I could have that. He had that, and now he seen, sees that it's not his anymore, and I think he's hurt by it. Yeah. I think he really grew to love America. Yeah, he was into it. Yeah, I think America is probably a better place. If you guys think if you guys were sent as a spies to Russia, do you guys think you would grow to love Russia? If I could wear one of those cool hats. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> I kind of have fun wherever I go, so okay. <laughs> I think I would, I would embrace the culture and just be... Homophobic? Yeah, yeah I would just be... <laughs> Finding, I'd be sexting gay men very aggressively, probably while jerking <laughs> off, and then meeting up with them on 4chan to beat the shit out of them in the streets. <laughs> do they do that in Russia? That is like a real problem. That's really sad. And like mobs of men, like find like sex gay men, bring them out, and then beat the shit out of them. That's it. not good. No, it's not. We disavow it. What's their problem? Um, I don't know. Like, what's the matter? Who cares? Yeah. By the way, I want to point out one of the characters in the show who gives them a sketch is Igor. He is a Russian, Roman, Russian Orthodox priest. Have you considered maybe joining the Russian Orthodox religion now that you're going to give up Catholicism because of all the kid I touching? Think they <laughs> might ha- I think they might have a problem with something. Russian Orthodoxy? No. I, no. I can't even close to the problem the Catholic There's Church has. There's only You'll one. You'll be taking a big step down no matter what. <laughs> right. There's only one church that's ever had any problems ever. Yeah. And we know which one it is. The Roman Catholic. The one that Conor McGregor belongs to. <laughs> so, going down. <laughs> what are you looking at, Zachy? I was looking up Russian Orthodox. They got a situation over in Ukraine. So Okay. Well, if it's in Ukraine, it doesn't really touch no, us. No, but the whole point of those Orthodox people, like the Greeks, the Russians, they do it all in Russian. So, I couldn't. 
Right, well, you could learn it. You're yeah. a smart kid. Absolutely. Eh, too Maybe much. they would let you be a little altar boy for them. You could wear one of those hats. Yeah, you could grow a beard. I do like their hats. They're very fun. If I was going to learn Russian, I would use it to go to Dylan's Russian steam bath in Chelsea, <laughs> Massachusetts. Uh, <laughs> do you think if you were a Russian Orthodox altar boy, would, would come get in your beard? <laughs> no, I'd be okay. <laughs> I think that was actually a problem for one of the most famous Russian Orthodox altar boys, um, who's now famously clean shaven. But you don't often notice under the helmet he wears on Sundays. <laughs> this is such a. This How is are you going to connect this? I'm wondering. Out of the lame. You may remember his name as Mr. Thomas Edward Brady. <laughs> this is the lamest reoccurring joke you have. Well, it's not a joke. It's more of a fad. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a relentless commitment to truth. <laughs> uh, when they're after they shed their identities and they go to McDonald's, they decide they're going to take a risk and that they're going to call their son Henry. They do, and they don't really say much because they can't give. They can't implicate him. Yeah, they want to make sure he doesn't know anything, so that he mm-hmm. is not pursued after they le- after they flee the country. Right, and they and they also they when they're having that fight with Stan, they say, "Stan, we're leaving Henry. Henry loves you. You need to take care of him now." And um, that was kind of nice, I thought. And so, so they talk to Henry. Henry's at like an all boys prep school, and um, probably having a great time. There's <laughs> <laughs> never been any problems there. Yeah. And Do you uh, think maybe? Uh, you think maybe after he leaves the all boys prep school, he'll convert to the Russian Orthodox Church because <laughs> of what happened to him in the Catholic all boys prep school? I imagine he'll be up for Supreme Court justice in no time. <laughs> 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 but so he goes, and, and he's like just having a good time. He's playing ping pong with his buddies, and um, then they call him on a payphone. They call him on a payphone, and they're just like, "Hey, we love you. Always be yourself." And he's like, yeah, what the fuck are you calling me for? <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm trying to play ping pong, you ding dong. <laughs> yes, nice. exactly. And so... This was a very interesting scene, I thought, because it's like very emotional, but only on one side. He like has no clue what's going on. He's Ugh. just like, yeah, what do you guys want? Yeah, he's like, have you been drinking? Yeah, yeah. Can they... When they actors do scenes like that, do they have another person on the other end? I don't think so. Um... Yeah. That would be hard to be that emotional without him on the other end, you know. Um, I thought I would be able to summon the emotion, but only uh, if they played uh, clips from Vern Troyer on the other end of the phone. <laughs> and that way, I would start to get <laughs> choked up thinking about how he's gone, how his <laughs> little heart isn't uh, isn't in the world anymore. <laughs> and famously, in this scene, the sister, whose idea it was to call and let him know, mm. can't. Speak. She's, she's speechless. She's too. She's broken up too much. Let's say you're having a final conversation with one of your imaginary kids. How, what are you going to say to them? Oh, this is great. You be my imaginary daughter. Okay. Oh, Daddy, I just had my period. <sighs> wow. Um. Listen, that's not. This is not what I called. That's not what I called for. Um, Why did you call? Chikina. Me. We're just having a pillow fight. <laughs> Chikina. <laughs> shut the fuck up for a second. Daddy has to. Um. Daddy's got to say something. Uh, I'm never going to see you again. I've decided. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. I'm, le- I'm well, leaving. Well, that's not too surprising. You've only spoken to me twice my I'm, entire life. I'm leaving the country. Um, <laughs> Why? I got hung up on this whole thing where I accused George Lopez of being a pedophile. <laughs> and it's really blown up in my face. 
So uh, I gotta I gotta flee the country. Wait, where did you hear that information? It was on the series finale pa- uh, Patreon podcast. <laughs> um, but oh, maybe I should subscribe. How much is it? It's only five dollars a month, and you get four episodes, four ep- weekly episodes. Wow. They watch a series pilot. I mean, I'll it's such a great value <laughs> that even that even a stupid thirteen-year-old girl like you can see it. Thanks, Papa. Yeah, this is my last gift to you. It is one month of Patreon subscription for free. Oh my God! So it's like I'm it's gonna go back to practice kissing with Chikunu, <laughs> my my roommate. All right. Well, have a good time. I'll never speak to you again. I love you, John Paul. You be my son. Okay. Ring, ring, ring. Uh, hello. Hello. Hey, William Jefferson Clinton. This <laughs> is your dad. Oh, hey, hey, Dad. What's going on? <sighs> it was a bad week at the track. What? You you told you told Dad you'd stop gambling. Other Dad. <laughs> I know, but it as you know, this is June and it was Pride Month up at the uh, NASCAR track. <laughs> yeah, and that's a big event. I know, Dad. Yes, I did not intend to bet on any of the cars, but I did gamble in the lap dance contest. <laughs> Dad, you said you told Dad. <laughs> you told your you told George Lopez Dad you wouldn't do that. I know, but I had been doing a lot of squats this year. I my ass is in great shape. Um, I really thought it was no contest that I would win, and there was an accident. What? An accident? What happened? There was an accident. You know your other father. He had me on kind of this diet. <laughs> he thought I was getting chubby. <laughs> and he had had me eating a lot of probiotics. <laughs> and I'm lactose intolerant. And I thought it was a fart. <laughs> and it wasn't a fart. Oh, my God. Dad, no. And it was on the judge in the president of the Gay Men's Association, oh, George Takai's no. lap. God. Oh, no. I don't George Takai, no, you breaking into this call? That can't be George Takai because he was born in America and has a, uh, a Boston accent. But son, I have to leave. Oh, Dad, I mean, it's. Uh, I understand that you have to go. I'm. I'm here in this airport, and oh, hold on, someone's getting off the plane. <laughs> oh my God, it's it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Okay, Zach, you be my, you be my, um, you be my gender neutral son. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> God, I hope he picks up. He never picks up for me anymore. Hello, you've reached Dan. (laughs) This is Dan's voicemail. Please leave a message after the beep. Beep. Dan, I really was hoping you'd pick up this time. I really need to talk to you. Uh, I'm on. Uh, I don't. I can't say too much, but um, I need to. I'm. I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to call you for a little bit. I'm. Uh, I'm going undercover. Oh shit! I, I might have said too much already. But uh, if, if uh, hello. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know this was possible. The voicemails. <laughs> uh, hey. Dan, is that you? Who? Who is this? This is your father, Jack Big Dick Burke. <laughs> <laughs> you know your father. 
Yes, Dad. <laughs> I I also remember why I haven't spoken to you in a few years. Because <laughs> you insist on me calling you by your full legal name. <laughs> yeah, one more time. Let me hear it because I'm about to go away for some time. Uh, Say it. Jack <laughs> Big Dick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that made oh that made me feel so good. Okay, I'm going I'm going to visit your uncle down in Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Uncle Khalid. Yes, I remember <laughs> Uncle Khalid. I haven't heard from him in a while. Well, he needs some he hasn't come in many years and I'm gonna help him get there. <laughs> I feel like he kinda refused to communicate and love me and Ricky because we were twins. I felt like he was unable to love us. Yeah, well, we didn't I didn't call your other brother Ricky because he didn't, I'm not interested in him at all. <laughs> Dad, we're Siamese twins. Ricky is right here. <laughs> Dad, you're not interested. God damn it, Ricky. What did I said you call me? Oh, Dad. Oh, Jack Big Dick Burke, what the hell? <laughs> I love calling you by your name. And that's like, what the hell? They even made that movie about us, remember? <laughs> call me by your name. <laughs> all right. Wow, that was pretty good. Yeah. That uh, was really bad. That's going to be a good addendum to our role play. <laughs> no, I think that was perfect. <laughs> a uh, little prequel. Oh. No, yeah. That was kind of like Rocky Balboa. So in this show, they had, um, what was the song that played? They had two great song montages. With or without you. John Paul, do you, do you know the name of the other song that played? Uh, when did it play? It was sort of this like, ugh. Damn it. I, I have a great story about that specific song, but I cannot remember the name of it. Yes, you do. It's the one that played at your fraternity. Yes. When I So there's they play this sort of beautiful melodic song that's like oh, I can't even think of the name of it, but it's really great. And it remem- reminded me of when you gr- when you finish Hell Week at the fraternity, they had this thing called the Gauntlet, right? Yeah. They had this thing called the Gauntlet where like it's pitch black and the guy says like, all right, they're about to fuck you up pretty bad. So get ready, get ready, get ready. And you think it's the end of the week, but you're not sure and you're unsure. And then you walk into this dark room and it's just aligned with all the brothers. And the first night when you go in, all the brothers are lined up and um, they like kind of beat you up while you go down the stairs. Right. It's insane. But it's the beginning of the week. And then at the end of the week, all the brothers are in the same formation and you're getting ready for it. And then like each one of them hugs you and like shakes your hand with this music in the background and it's like a very emotional moment and it's and i wish we could think of the song because it's like right i had like flashbacks i haven't thought about that moment in like nine years wow but then when i was i was there i was getting my my letters Wow. <laughs> so they emotionally fucked with you that bad that it causes flashbacks yes it <laughs> is traumatic but it's fun but it's traumatic. A lot of trauma, trauma victims sort of feel that way. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I probably shouldn't have said any of that anyways. Nice. Now the, they're going to send assassins after me. <laughs> oh, don't Nerve gas. Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, did you, were you guys ever interested in joining a fraternity? No. Uh, no. Well, you went to community college. Yeah, I was going to join. Uh, I was going to join. <laughs> I was going to join Phi Retard Beta. <laughs> did Did CVS ever have a fraternity for employees? <laughs> yeah, just kind of like boys being boys <laughs> in the stock room. Yeah, we were selling each other booze, and I got fired for it. <laughs> well, it was no, a good time. Zach, you didn't have any interest. No, I was never interested in like 
hanging out with a bunch of men in a basement. It didn't. That's so not true because that's what, literally what you do every weekend. I know. Not by <laughs> choice. Not by choice. <laughs> so, yeah, that was interesting. There, there's these like the whole show is really beautifully done and they and it's not intense. You know, it's not like. In my mind, when you think of a chase, you think of like this intensity, everybody's corner to corner, all these jump scare type things. But this is sort of just like, it's a lot of people just driving and train interactions. Can I bring up one point for you guys about the I show? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Maddie Glacius, a writer for Vox, is a big DC guy. This show takes place in DC in the 80s. Yeah. And he talks about how egregious the portrayal of, of this city is because it's Filmed in Lower Brooklyn, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, so let's imagine if we were to shoot a show in Boston, what would be like the worst place they could shoot it in, you think, that would make it look nothing like Boston? Situate. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, I'm going to say what I would do. Yeah, I would do a, I would do a show called, um, it would be called uh, Southeast Delicatessen, right? And it's okay. set in South Boston. <laughs> But they can't really afford to go to South Boston. So, so it's they, a housing project so in Atlanta. So the delicatessen is inside the Washington Monument on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if you were trying to capture the essence of Boston and you were filming in Boston, and you, you, in, but you failed miserably, you would have filmed it in like the new seaport. Right? Yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> It'd be like, filmed oh, Boston. Boston. <laughs> you know, and then it's like just you're walking in the half pavilion yeah. thing. That wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. That's also a terrible question, Zach. I'm sorry. I thought it, I'm sorry. Let me um tell about my fraternity hazing instead. <laughs> That's more interesting. You guys are both right. Thank you. Wait. <laughs> um. So then, but there's a train scene where they're going up to Montreal. So yeah, they're f they once they end the call, they decide to flee. They're fleeing. They drive. Then they get on a train. Right. And they're flying. They're fleeing up to Canada, and they're almost there. Right. But. What happens? Uh, the train is stopped, and uh, police officers well, are walking through the train. They're at a border crossing, so it is routine. Yes. <laughs> they're walking through the train, and they are comparing. They're, look, they're checking every passenger. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, while they're traveling, they don't all sit together. They sit apart, so they don't I like draw any that. Attention. That was a detail I wouldn't have thought of. They oh, sit really? apart on the plane. They sit apart. Well, they yeah. probably had all different names on their passports. Yeah. And, like, it wouldn't have... disguises were pretty good. Yeah. They fool all the guys, and the train starts going again. Right. They're playing the song, With or Without You. And, uh, Do you like you, too? Uh, I like you, too. <laughs> yeah. I like you, three. Um, as the train pulls away, the reveal is their daughter has gotten off the train, staying Paige. in the yes. U.S. Paige has gotten off the train, and um, she's going to stay in the U.S. and just start a life in like Vermont. I guess, yeah. Which would be yeah. a great place to do it. If were you, were they it. in Vermont? Were they in Maine? New Hampshire. Upstate, upstate New York. No, it's yeah. no, they were. Okay. I looked up that Amtrak station because I thought it was Is cool. that where the Amtrak station was or where the show is set? That's where the Amtrak station is. Because the kid's in school in New Hampshire. Oh. But the kid is in boarding school. They are in D.C. Oh, okay. They take the Amtrak, the line that goes up through Albany, up into Montreal. Nice. Right. Do you think that's maybe the Amtrak that got screwed up in the uh, last episode of uh, the uh, of the West Wing? <laughs> <laughs> Callback. <It> probably was. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, yeah, so then, uh, well, they got to confront, come, uh, you know, console Henry. By the way, who is, Henry is, uh, I don't know why they're so worried about him, because he is a spy kid. 
and spy kids, as we know from Robert Rodriguez movies, they can handle themselves. That's the is true. Kids. This is true. He's a spy kid. But Stan goes up to sort of break the news, right? And he's like, they don't really even show what the words were, but Stan. Henry seems upset them. about it. Yeah, I think his family just, he found out that his whole life's been a lie. Right. That's <laughs> tough. Like when you figured out you were gay, that must have been tough. No, no, it was good. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that that must have been really hard. I can't even imagine what the poor prick was going through. <laughs> you know what, 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 do you you know, you know what would have really made him feel better? Hell week. <laughs> you guys would have taken care of him, right? Oh, we would have put him out straight. <laughs> do you think there's any significance to that he's playing hockey? The great sport, the site of so many Cold War rivalries oh. uh, between America and Russia. He kind of uses hockey to assimilate but it's still doing justice to his old native land. Wow. Of I think Russia. that's an interesting point. I think it's even a different point is to show that like hockey's where we all, hockey's where we're all one, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> hockey is universal, right? Between when it comes to we can America and Russia can bond over hockey. We might be different culturally on many different things, but when it comes to hockey, we appreciate the stick. You know? Yeah, we love our sticks. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Sticks in a puck, man. And so hockey. I thought it was sort of, I thought it was like kind of beautiful and saying like, it's going to be okay. Russia and America are going to figure it out. I think. Um, and so far we have since then, you know. Uh, tensions are high. It's, uh, it's Things are not going great. They just kicked, uh, they just kicked uh, a, ru- a record amount of Russian diplomats out of the United States. Well, <laughs> I didn't really know that before that statement. That's all right. You're you probably, the knowledge is probably fucked out of you by Anderson <laughs> Cooper. <Yeah. laughs> Our t- our tensions that bad? They're pretty high. They're pretty high. Do you think we have to worry about going to war with Russia ever? Nah. Yes. Why? Absolutely. Um, because the alliances that were formed after World War II are coming apart uh, with the rise of other alliances like China and stuff like that. And those those alliances like come apart and come unglued. Like new alliances will form. And I think that the like reality is that like what we're seeing in the United States with the rise of like certain fascist things are just like. They're having, They're just like you know. It's like that's what's happening, you know. Jeez, what side are you gonna take? Um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm gonna wait after act after act one, and we'll we'll figure <laughs> right. out that's like smart. who's winning. You know, that's <laughs> yeah, that's a good play. Whoever yeah. has the best snacks, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one you're gonna go with. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever uh, had a Kinder Egg before? I have. I wasn't super impressed. I don't get the fanfare. Did you appreciate though the butt plug in the middle, the little <laughs> sex toy? I actually just mailed that to someone who I knew would appreciate it. Uh, Jack wanted to take that butt plug and put a foxtail on it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so the rest of the show... So crazy move. Did you like Paige's move leaving on the train? I kind of love that. I think the fact that she didn't take the phone and talk to Henry is like foreshadowing that she was going to stay. Because she's like, I don't need to talk to him right now. I'm going to talk to him later. Oh, that could make sense. I also thought it was like, I think she has a good chance of making it. I don't know. I mean, it's such an interesting thing to like be like, oh, I'm a for- I'm the son of Russian spies, but now I'm like a rogue person. It would almost be like make like a good spinoff show. I think it It'd might. It'd be way better. It'd be just really hard. 
It would just be him getting denied from jobs and be like, sorry, you don't have any papers. <laughs> right. We can't help you. But in 83, they could work, they could though. They go to New York and work under, under the table as like a, you know, a bus person or something. But you can only go so far without the papers. By bus person, I mean bus driver. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Make the big City dump. bus driver. By 83, though, like you could forge this. She's probably already good at forging stuff. Like She's going to be fine, I think. Yeah, she might be all right. And I think in New Hampshire, like, you could, or in Vermont. Yeah, how hard is it to infiltrate things in New Hampshire, dude? Right, exactly. Go to Manchaviv. Where would you love to be dropped off if you were going to bail? Nevada. Oh, perfect. A lot of mountains. I could go be a cowboy with the Basques from Spain. Oh. Could hang out. Go to Vegas every weekend. <laughs> yeah? That'd be good. I'm going to say uh, uh, Tampa. I'm going to say Florida. Florida? That's a good spot to be. Down so you in the could bayou. marry an old retired snowbird and end up real rich. Mm, yeah, I'm going down there exclusively for the snowmen. For the, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going down there exclusively for the snowmen. Is that what you call them? <laughs> frosty <know>. baby. <laughs> They're gonna have your lips. I'll, I'll frosty. Uh, yeah, he'll come to life one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Where would I go? I would go to Richmond, Virginia. Always loved it down there. I got family down there. So I would just What a say, lame ass answer. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would yes. I would make sure that they keep some statues up. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Came around. All right. Should we do a role play? Yeah, RP. How did the show end though? The show ends with uh, They they make it they they flee Phillip the US. And Elizabeth. Philip and Elizabeth, they make it to Russia. They sort of speculate on what their lives might have been like if they hadn't been spies. They wonder if they would have you know, ever met and married and had kids and stuff like that. And it just sort of, it's kind of ends in an ambiguous way because they don't really know what's going to happen to them. But I think they're going to stay married. Yeah, maybe. They seem like they're going to be good. I think what what probably happened to them is that Mm -hmm. they uh, came back to the U.S. and uh, started a bunch of right-wing Facebook pages and helped (laughs) influence the U.S. election. That could be it. Well, I bet you more likely is they get killed. Oh, by the you know what? Probably what it was. They were probably there to meet their new contact, Donald J. Trump. Oh, he's like, "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> oh, wow, that would have been that would have been wild. If they <laughs> ended with that, a young Donald Trump like makes a phone call to these two Russian spies. That would have been pretty fun. That would have been funny. He's like, and then uh, he's got, you know, prostitute urine all over yeah. his face. <laughs> and then he's like, I want you guys to set up a website where you interview local comedians called Boston Voyager. <laughs> nice. That's a little reference to an ongoing potential identity theft scheme. Yeah. What? Yeah. Whatever. Tell me it's about it. It's too long and not funny enough to explain. All right. Let's it was do, for John Paul. Let's do a role play. Great. Okay. Um, I will be, uh, I'll be Gorbachev. Okay. You'll be Gorbachev. Yes. I'll be Ronald Reagan. <laughs> okay. You're Gorbachev. You're Ronald Reagan. I am Philip, but I'm, uh, disguised as, um, as a Fidel Castro. Okay. I'm spying. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Everybody do the best Russian impression so I can. Hear. Oh, my best Russian impression. Ah, that's good. I'm doing it right now. Uh, so yes. probably maybe I should not be. <laughs> Fidel Castro in the scene. <laughs> Hello, you guys. Oh. I'm from Russia. That was wicked good, too. Yeah. All right, let me try. Hello, you guys. That's, I am from Russia. This is great. I okay. think we're all good. We could all be Gorbachev. Okay, I'll be Gorbachev. Mr. I'll be Vladimir Putin. Okay. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. 
Oh, Reagan, I don't think you mean the wall. I think you mean my underwear. Oh, <laughs> this is true. It's saying here in Russia for many years. You ask him to tear down a wall, instead he tears up your insides with his cock. <laughs> this is the, the way of the Russian people. Now turn around, Reagan. It's time to fucking give you the real morning in America. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we are excited to make your memory scrambled. <laughs> like what we did with Anderson Cooper. <laughs> uh, guys, is, is there another course of action we could take? What do you propose? <laughs> I propose that we watch some of the movies I starred in as a young man. This sounds interesting. Show me your American movies. <laughs> 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 you have a movie screen uh, in front of your cock. Yes, Tell I me, do. is this special spy equipment that we can get for you, for our spies? Yes, let us see a little closer. I'll get even closer. I'll, I'll play it for you boys in HD. <laughs> oh, someone's at the door. I'll get it. Oh, my God. Ronald? What did I say? Just say no. It's Nancy Reagan. <laughs> she sounds so youthful, Nancy. <laughs> yes, I'm very youthful because I never did drugs. Only cock. Uh, let me ask you this, Ronald. Can I have a gorge wife? Let me ask you this, sir. Well, I'm curious what your answer is for pooping. <laughs> is the Pope Catholic? Uh, unfortunately, yes, but soon, like <laughs> all, he'll be Russian Orthodox, just like we're targeting Zach Brazau. Oh, man, I'm all hot and bothered. Oh, guys, I actually just got some pressing news What's from the that? United What's States. What's that? Uh, I've heard some disturbing rumors about George Lopez. I need to go <laughs> back and attend to them immediately. Oh, oh my goodness. Don't worry. We will use our hackers to find all the information we need on this Lopez yes. guy. Okay, Ray, Ronald, Ronnie, you can head out, but can Putin stay? It's like the scene's trying to pivot away from the sex, <laughs> but it just keeps getting dragged <laughs> back there, like we're on a one-note train track. <laughs> Doors <laughs> open. Oh, the Nord. This is supposed to be a secret meeting between <laughs> world leaders. Who's well, there? Well, hello. <laughs> uh, I'm not the president, but I am the governor of Arkansas, okay? Well, oh, we have file on you. Your wife is very evil. <laughs> <laughs> the most evil woman in the world. Yeah. And Billy, Billy, what did I say? that you? I told you you couldn't come over anymore after, after office hours. Well, what's that? Is something going on between you two? Between well, who, <laughs> between <laughs> Bill Clinton, I'm Ronald Reagan now. <laughs> oh, uh, well, is something, I'll be is damned, something going on between my wife and Bill Clinton? It's like you don't remember watching us fuck the other night. Let me tell you this, I, Ronald. It's like I forgot. How Let did I me tell you this, Ronald. You were talking about them welfare queens driving Cadillacs. Well, they got your 16 wife, babies. Your wife is a welfare queen, but she's not driving a Cadillac. She's <laughs> riding this hog. Well, <laughs> that's fair. <Yeah>. Welfare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's scene. Woo! The Americans was great. I'd watch more of it. Yeah, me yes, too. Yes, the Americans I love was just with or without you. This is the best thing Hanging since... Hanging with your fraternity bros. This is the best thing I've watched since I saw Jimmy Garoppolo play football. <laughs> Go to hell. Good night. Good stuff. <laughs>